Welcome to the Something Quite New podcast from SQN, the integrated marketing communications agency for the technology, automotive and sports sectors. This is part two from our recent trip to the Renault F1 factory in Enstone in Oxfordshire, a day that was very much about esports and their announcement about extending and expanding their partnership with Team Vitality. In the previous podcast, we spoke to the team's commercial director, Antoine Magnet, about sponsorship and what esports means to the Renault group as a whole. In this show, we speak to Guillaume Fagnas, who covers both Formula One and esports for the team and has been an integral part of Renault's partnership with Team Vitality, helping to bridge the gap between these two areas of the team. We talked about this partnership, what they've learned over the last two years, and where they can still take the title at the grand final of the Formula One Esports Pro Series. Guillaume starts by talking about the objectives from last year and what they've learned in the process. The, the, the main objective this year, because obviously last year we finished last in the, in, in the championship. There's only one way up. Yeah, only one way up, but we, you know, you, we are, are you know, as an international brand and in, in, with Vitality, um, I would say our objective was to bring whatever we could to do it the, in the best way as possible. So that's why bringing the, the Formula One knowledge, IT data, uh, physical preparation, mental preparation, nutrition, uh, and having the proper equipment as well, and using the F1 logistic, and we can go into data as more if, if it's in, um, later, but it's it's very like using whatever we, we can to uh, to deliver performance. Yeah. We were talking before about kind of Renault when it's first thinking about going into esports, and you're saying there was the different options. Why was the team vitality option the strongest one when you looked at how you can get into esports? So I would say the, the main, um, there are two things. First is legitimacy, or legitimacy, uh, because we are a brand, but we are not an esports brand uh, at first sight. And you know, the, 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 the fans of esports and uh, mm. the, the Authenticity fan of, is a word that yeah, comes up a lot in esports. is very important because, you know, it's the generation that is using ad blogs, uh, you know, uh, whenever they, they are not, you know, they are not open to, to advertising, they are not open to sponsorship generally. So if we come, uh, if, if, if we come to, to esports, we have to do it the right way. And uh, bringing and joining Vitality was, I would say, the the most um, the, the way that was make, making sense for us so uh, in order to talk to the fans we, we just don't have only the brand uh, on, on their jersey for instance the idea is, uh, is, is, to, is to push a, a very interesting storytelling authenticity and also for us to talk uh, internally about e-sport uh, it's important Renault is a, is a company uh, with uh, 160,000 employees all over the world uh, and uh, obviously we have a lot of fans of e-sport a lot of fans of Formula 1 but it's a way for us to uh, to be legitimate in, uh, in, in e-sport with Vitality because at the time it was still a startup there were only five people so we say it was a, a dangerous way for Renault as well we, we, we bet on Vitality and uh, and at the end we it was like more than just a partnership it's uh, the aim is to uh, help them to grow now they are growing very fast but, yeah uh, with the help of quite a lot of fun <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's, they've, done, they've done very well we've got the same colors which is quite interesting from the same country yes from the same country uh, we want to expand at international level obviously 
so very interesting to go with a team it, it was the more most legitimate way for us we don't want to create our own competition there are competitors that are doing way better than us on this side um, we didn't want to create our own team because the funding is just huge uh, it would have required like 10 millions uh, you know of budget and we don't want to spend that budget so we, we want to spend the money like very wisely and uh, and uh, with legit more authenticity and legitimacy yeah and you know the obvious starting place was a formula one rocket league was an interesting extra was that whose idea was that so uh, f1 was um, our idea but um, rocket league was the idea of vitality that led us to um, to invest in Rocket League as well. It makes sense because it's, um, you know, a uh, very difficult game uh, in terms of, uh, of gameplay uh, and uh, very precise in terms of uh, reaction timings and uh, and so on. But it's also linked to, uh, to Renault because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a game that is played by, with cars and, uh, and uh, that's interesting. It's also a top top tier uh, game uh, in the sport, I think top 10 game, uh, and still growing, uh, still very interesting, and uh, it was making sense at that time to go to F1, to sim racing, but also to go to, uh, to eSport uh, as a, as a co-branded team, I would say. Yeah, because now you've taken that leap that quite a few are afraid to make yes. in terms of going into the, you know, the League of Legends and maybe Fortnite, CSGO, those kind of titles yeah, that, so that the, some are, because yeah. of the content of it, some are afraid to go there. We, we always been doing like a lot with um, the Vitality Ambassadors. Uh, we've, we've done a rap music clip uh, a few months ago that, uh, that went viral uh, on, on social media with uh, F1K and a song about, uh, you know, Renault and, and Formula One. So it was quite interesting. We, we tend to mix the both universe uh, and also the, the, the passion for performance. That will be the, the key uh, hashtag, I would say, of the, <laughs> of the partnership. It's passion for performance because we have the same objective. It's to grow at international level, but as well as uh, to grow in terms of uh, the preparation we give to our players, e-drivers, and driver in Formula One. So it's it's you know uh, to be very precise in performance and to uh, to use all the assets that and the knowledge that we have both have, like from gaming. Vitality has a huge knowledge of gaming, but we have a huge knowledge of sport and uh, and technology. So we will mix the two and uh, and develop this passion for performance. There is um, a discussion around having a three partnership with the Stade de France, which, which is the equivalent of uh, Twickenham Stadium in France. But uh, this is the only sport team uh, having a training center in, uh, in Stade de France. And we want to be part of, of this project as well with Renault to bring uh, some you know, physio uh, at the training center and help you know, not only the Renault Sport Team Vitality and the new, I would say, Renault Vitality team, but help Vitality to grow and to professionalize itself uh, in terms of sporting preparation. How the Formula One, because we've got here the Formula One team, esports team are based here, while the other teams presumably are over in France, how is that all going to fit together if you're trying to build up one kind of team Renault yes. Vitality team? So I would say we, I would say the idea is to keep um, you know, the F1 esports uh, roster here. Uh, in order to you know to to be integrated with the team in terms of data in terms of uh, marketing as well we want to as well communicate internally with the team uh, and for this it's, it's very interesting to have the driver here 
but uh, we are thinking at uh, in you know uh, improving that with um, having them traveling to the Stade de France, for instance, being more involved with the team vitality, uh, you know, employees because uh, obviously the less you see uh, the, the 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 athletes, the less you are in, in involved. But uh, but I think we this year we're gonna. Next year, I would say we're going to work more, uh, more with it, Team Vitality to um, to use uh, all the assets uh, that we have. Can you imagine a time when, because before we went up to almost the control centre, which is which was interesting that the regulations saying that you can't have more than 60 people at the event in terms of all the, all the people needed. So it's in essence suddenly formed uh, remote teams everywhere, and that side has taken off hugely. Can you imagine a time when it's kind of like you know they're looking after a League of Legends team that's playing out in some distant country and you've got the team here yeah. with live stats <laughs> feeding back in team radio. I would say we, we still, we're still far from, from this, but it's something that we, we will explore. Um, here it's easier because, you know, they, they more or less know already Formula One. They more or less know the data that is coming from uh, from the game and uh, from the telemetry of the game. If, if then we talk about League of Legends, you need like a lot of uh, you know technical knowledge of the game already. But this is what's happening. Vitality is investing in uh, you know analysts. Uh, I think they got two to, to three analysts on League of Legends, but on also on other games. So it's just like the continuous uh, you know uh, investment in esports. So I. I don't see us um, doing this uh, because it will be, you know, um, long. It will be an interesting storytelling, obviously, but I don't think uh, it's possible to do it in, uh, in the short term. Commercially speaking, is, do you think there'll be interest from, say, the current partners that you've got, suddenly potentially having access to all these different people via the different games and it's a whole different audience? Yeah, this is what we, we tend to build internally. It's a sponsorship strategy because obviously, uh, well, Irono is, uh, is spending money in that project and uh, we also as a team are uh, you know, giving a marketing asset, hospitality asset to Vitality, which makes sense at the end to activate. But... Um, Our aim also as a team is to uh, to, uh, to bring new storytelling to partners, and uh, you know on board uh, on board new partners as well. Thanks to eSport, and you know create some uh, bundle packages uh, uh, that we can sell to uh, our current partners, but as well as new partners and uh, some key markets. For instance, China uh, are very important to for us. So it's a way for us to uh, you know bring new storytelling as well as. Uh, as um, use cross-marketing activation, but on board as well new partners, yes, that's the idea. You mentioned China and January, you're talking about the, you've got an event in China with one of your kind of... Yes, so it's still, um, we are more or less discussing with F1 at the moment and with Renault internally on how we can, uh, you know, be part of that route that they are taking in, in China. Uh, so it will be, the grand final will be in Shanghai. They're expecting 1 million live viewers and, you know, 600 people attending. So it's quite interesting. It will be in the Shanghai Stadium. It's quite interesting because it's the first year that it's happening in China and, you know, as a, as a brand that is committed to the Chinese market and uh, as well in Formula One, we have Chinese partner. We have Tmall, so Tmall.com, which is the, um, the, the store of, uh, online store of uh, Alibaba Group. 
Chinese China is very much a very interesting market for us, so it makes sense for us to, to be part of the show and uh, and to go there. We have also have the young talented driver Guan Yu Zhou, uh, who is like performing well in F2 at the moment and is like promising. Uh, promising future potentially F1 driver so uh, so very important for us yes so as you carry on growing how's your role going to continue to grow do you think I think I will spend more time on esports it's growing and growing so uh, but uh, you know I'm doing as well sponsorship for the team and I think I need to uh, to create bridges between the two uh, that's why we were talking uh, about a bit uh, a bit earlier but uh, certainly I will spend more time on esports uh, now yes <laughs> well you're coming along to our event in a couple of weeks time yes where we're going to be talking sim sports do you think there's you know you've got esports which you're now going across you're almost transferring from sim sports and opening up into uh, esports do you think there's lessons that you're kind of learning that potentially others can learn because we've seen so many attempts especially within football for example mm of trying to get out of that straight sim sports element and cross over and they've had there's been yeah. difficulties and lots of stops and starts so for instance for us it's easier because Yarno obviously is coming from the one of our driver is coming from the real motorsport um, just before our events like on the, on the 5th of December um, Yarno is getting in the Formula 1 simulator we will work a bit more on new crossover. Um, thinking about the, the Renault, uh, you know, Renault uh, sports series and different uh, competitions that we can have, like in Europe. Uh, that's that's some you know asset that we have and that we will leverage with the different countries of Renault. Uh, so uh, we'll see for the future. But we are preparing uh, 2020, very uh, very interesting. So um, and yeah, we have a couple of very nice projects that I can't can't talk about uh, about at the moment. Just yet, just not, yet. It's not unveiled yet, but uh, obviously we will uh, will tend to create more crossovers. Yeah. And finally, you got one more round of the. Uh uh, pro Series to go, the Grand Final, which you've still got a chance of get, taking away the title. How yeah. hopeful are you? It's going to be tough because, um, you know, Red Bull is doing well so far. Um, they are 36 points ahead of us, um, but we, we can still make it. Uh, you know, if we manage to have both drivers performing well, it's something that we can, you know, can manage and the drivers still believe in it. They, they just saw the, the pictures of uh, the Rocket League team being uh, world, world champion. They said, uh, yes, we want our pictures with the, the trophies. Uh, <laughs> so interesting, we, we, we can still win. Um, there are still uh, three races. So, so hopefully we are trying for it and we, we are aiming to, to win but overall it would have been like a very good year for us the target at the beginning of the year was P5 or, or above so uh, definitely got that so far we got that so very interesting um, we need to be careful with Alfa Romeo uh, they are doing great as well uh, and they are catching up so more on this side we need, uh, we need to perform and they are aware of that so obviously if, if, if they win, it's a, it's a plus. If not, we, we're still catching uh, for next year. So, Well, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, and thank, thank you. you very much for today. It's been brilliant. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to keep up with any new podcasts as they come out. And do give us a rating or review on Apple if you've enjoyed this, as it really helps other people to find us. Make sure you listen to our other F1 esports chat with Antoine. 
and also the rest of the Something Quite New podcast episodes. You can find us on LinkedIn at SQN or Twitter at SQN Agency. Or visit our website, www.sqn.agency, where you'll find regular blog posts on the industry. Thanks for listening. <laughs>